Are you or someone you love struggling with mental health issues like anxiety, depression, self-harm, raging ups and downs, or thoughts of suicide? Are these behaviors affecting all aspects of your life, including the relationships with those you love the most? Are you feeling hopeless and desperate for long-lasting peace and relief from your irrational behavior, but feel like the therapies you've tried have just become a short-term band-aid? I have. I've been there, and I know how you're feeling. From relationship pain and personal shame, I've been through it all. And because I've been there, I also know how difficult it can be to climb the mental wellness mountain on your own. That's why I started White Rock Mental Fitness. At White Rock Mental Fitness, you'll get personal training from someone who knows, from personal experience, how to deal with your mental health challenges. How? Just like a personal trainer helps you lose physical weight and get your body in shape, I help my clients lose mental weight and get their minds in shape, and I teach you what you need to know to stay in shape. Unlike expensive coaches and therapists, we offer affordable, customized, personal mental fitness training to guide you through the process of overcoming your specific mental health struggles. If you're ready to get happy and stay happy, visit whiterockmentalfitness.com where we help you go from barely hanging on to superhero strong. That's whiterockmentalfitness.com. Hey there, everybody. My name is Dave Miller, and welcome to episode 17 of the Mentally Ill Mentor podcast. Well, I just want to welcome you here today. It's a beautiful day where I'm at. I'm actually not in Cardston today. I'm in Calgary, and um, I'm looking outside my window, and man, it's a blue sky. I got a bunch of white clouds up there. It's a great day, and it's a great day to chat with you. So thank you for being here with me today. Well, this is going to be one of these shorter podcasts, but I just wanted to talk to you about something that has been on my mind, and actually quite recently, I've been working on this 30-day mental fitness challenge that I've mentioned before, and getting that all planned, and figuring out how it's going to work, and I'm so excited about it, and so excited for you to become a part of that. And... As I was doing this, I thought of the principle that I've learned from Stephen Covey, and of course he has passed away, Uh, he passed away I think about five or ten years ago now, but recently I heard a podcast where his son, Stephen, it's not R. Covey because his dad was Stephen R. Covey, anyways, they don't call him Stephen Covey Jr., they call him something different, but anyways, his name is also Stephen Covey. And what he talks about in this podcast, one of the things that really struck me was about the power of promises and the ability that promises to ourself, promises to ourselves has to really help us out and to move us forward and even to build our self-esteem. And you know, it's an interesting concept when you think of promising yourself something. So just to give you my experience, what I find is that I use promises pretty sparingly. And this is something that I learned, I think, probably in life from my dad. He was very good at keeping his promises. 
and I learned a lot about, I kind of considered a promise like a blood oath. If you give your word, you definitely need to keep it. And that was the way that I was raised as far as he was concerned. And that's what I've really uh, tried to do in my life. And part of that is to use promises sparingly. I try hard not to give my word all the time unless I'm absolutely 100% sure that I can keep it. So that's one of the principles of keeping promises to others. But when it comes, so I'm pretty good at that. But you know, when it comes to keeping promises to myself, I've actually been really bad at it. And recently, just in the last couple of days, I've thought about that and I've thought, why am I bad at keeping promises to myself? Like I keep promises to my wife, Amy. We've been married over 25 years. We've got seven children together. I keep my promises to them. Even if I don't say the words, you know, I promise that I will take you down to the pop shop at four o'clock so you can get sugared up, you know, or whatever it is. Um, and I might keep, heck, I'll even keep a promise to our dog. I try very hard not to make promises to Lucy. She's a gorgeous golden doodle and I love her to death. But if I say the words, you know, hey, Luce, want to go on a walk? Wow, you better believe that I feel like I need to keep that promise to her. I've, I've mentioned it. I've given my word and I feel very strongly about doing that. So it's been really funny and strange to me that when I thought about keeping promises to myself, I like rarely do it. So I'll do a lot of work a lot of times, but sometimes when it comes to the reward, in fact, I have realized almost always when it comes to the reward, I've promised myself after I get the work done, I don't do it. Now, I would never do that with our children. And yet I realize I can think back even to when I was in university, when we only had one child. Actually, I think it might be before our oldest son was even born. And I worked really, really hard. I was selling knives at that time for vector marketing, Cutco knives, these really high quality, very expensive knives. And I was doing really well because I really believed in the product and I still do. And I had set a goal for myself that after I did this, I was going to buy a dirt bike. And I worked and I worked and that dirt bike was like at the, man, I kept that carrot in front of my nose and I'd be, you know, in my university classes and I'd come home and Amy'd be watching TV or doing something else. We'd maybe even have people over, maybe some, uh, some of her sisters or something that lived in Calgary at that time. And which is where we were living while I went to university. Um, and I'd be in the bedroom on the phone setting up knife demos. And I was just working my tail off. And I saved and I saved and I saved, even though we were poor, starving students, or just squirreling away a little bit of money every month from these knife sales. And it drove me and drove me and drove me. And finally, I had, I think it was around $1,600. And I was going to buy this dirt bike. And it's a long story, but I didn't do it. Even though I'd worked my little tail off to earn that money. And I just thought, I 
guess the unconscious thought must have been, you're not worth it. The funny thing is, I remember how I justified it. We're starving students. We can't afford this. And yet, had I not had that carrot in front of my nose, that reward that I promised myself I would give myself, I wouldn't have worked so dang hard. I pushed and I pushed and I pushed and I pushed. I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have been driven. And so that is what has been sort of a pattern in my life. That was, oh, heck, what, 23 years ago, something like that. And I still remember it and my disappointment. And really the only person I have to blame is me. So fast forward to today. I just wanted to share this quick experience with you before I finish up this episode. I've been working on this program and I decided that I was going to have my first rough draft done. I've written a book before and it's all about you get the draft done and then you get your second draft and your third draft and it takes a long time in some cases too, you know, especially in the case of a book to get stuff done. But I thought, you know what, I just kind of want to want the outline done, just the first draft. And I set a time and I said, I'm going to have it done by this time. And as the time approached, I thought, "Uh oh, have I ever made a mistake? This is impossible. But you know what, because I had made that promise, and because I've committed to making and keeping promises to myself, I said, there's got to be a way I'm going to do this. And I did. I just I wasn't so detailed. And basically, I just wasn't so talkative, if you want to call it that, on paper, or not really on paper. It was on my computer screen. I just cut down, cut through the fluff and got down to the heart of things. And I got to tell you, did I ever jump for joy? Literally, I was like pumping my hands in the air. I didn't want to scream too loud because I'm... Uh, you know, didn't want to bother anybody where I am, but didn't want to make them think like, what the heck's going on? But uh, anyways, man, I was so excited about that. I made a promise to myself and I kept it. Then I got to the reward stage and all my reward was, was just reading. I love, can I say that again? It sounds so cool when I hear it in my earphones. I love reading. And so I thought to myself, ah, you know what? I just want to keep going. I want to get into the second draft. I want to do whatever. I don't want to slow down and read. And then I thought, hold on a second. This was part of what you agreed to do. This was part of the reward. You're doing it again. You promised yourself you'd finish the project. You worked your tail off. You were smart about it. You did it. And now you're not rewarding yourself. And so I sat down, which is not easy to do, and I'm excited. And I got out a magazine. Where is it? I don't remember where I've put it. Anyways, I got that magazine out. It was a life magazine. And on the front, it has a woman who is in a very peaceful, kind of like meditative state pose. And it talks about, the big headline is, mindfulness. And I have been wanting to read this magazine for maybe four years. Never cracked the cover. I cracked the cover, I opened it up, and everything I read was like, 
holy moly, this is exactly what I want to do with my program. And I was just like soaking this stuff in. It was so good. And I read for 15 or 20 minutes, just like I promised myself I would as part of my reward. Then today, time to work on draft number two. Again, I promised myself I'd be finished by a certain time. I was about half an hour away. And I said, Dave, this is like impossible. But hold on, not true. Let's cut through the fluff here. It is possible you made a promise to yourself you'd have this done. You gotta do it. And you know what? I did it. I just wasn't so wordy, which any of you know that know me are gonna be laughing your face off because you realize I'm quite a talker, which is why I love podcasts. But I did it, and again, I was so excited. And then it came to the reward again of just reading for 15 minutes. Actually, no, it was either reading or researching something online with technology that was exciting to me. And I was almost ready to get into this podcast because I thought, oh, you know what? I got to get this done. I was in this Own Your Future online seminar just a few days ago, and I listened to Russell Brunson, who um, runs this incredible website and is able to help people with all their uh, online marketing. And he talked about all kinds of stuff. And uh, I've sort of forgotten where I've gone going with this. Oh, right. Russell Brunson. So he talked about the fact that you need to do whatever it is you're doing, whether it's a blog, a podcast, or a YouTube channel, and you're doing a video for that, do it every day. And he talked about the fact that he used to just plop, pop in his earphones into his iPhone on his eight-minute commute to work, and he'd just record a podcast a day, and then he'd upload it. And he said for a long time he hardly got anybody listening. However, now he has millions of downloads, and of course he's the owner of ClickFunnels.com. So you probably have heard about him. Like if you've never heard of him, go to clickfunnels.com. Check him out. Uh, this video that he has on there, he helps this guy build a funnel. I forget the guy's name. He's probably super famous, but I'm just, I don't watch a lot of TV and stuff. Anyways, they go up in this guy's private jet. And in two hours from, I think, Seattle to Chicago or something, they build a funnel, right? Which is an online marketing tool, which helps you to make tons of sales. It's just the coolest video, and this guy is just the coolest guy. Anyways, um, so he talked about doing this every day. So here I am. I've accomplished my goal again. I promised myself that I would have the second draft of this fitness pro mental fitness program done. I did it. It was by 11.15 a.m., and then I'm like, oh, I know that I said I would you know, either read or go online and find this piece of technology that I need. It's actually a better webcam is what it is from Best Buy. And uh, my built-in one to my Acer computer here isn't really the highest quality. So I thought, no, I just don't have time for that. I want to get into doing my podcast, and then I can get into, after that, doing the third draft of my fitness pro mental fitness program. And then I stopped. And I kind of said to myself, Dave, you're doing it again. Like, habits are hard to break. And I stopped. And I said, right, I need to go and reward myself. I promised myself I would. And 
If I had made that promise to anybody else on the planet, from our dog to our eight-year-old son to any of our children to Amy to a stranger on the street, really, I probably wouldn't make a promise or give my word to a stranger on the street, but if I did, I would keep it. And yet here I was again, nearly not keeping a promise to myself. Why? I don't know. Maybe I feel like I'm not worth it, even though logically or in my heart, I know I am. Things have really changed for me a lot lately, especially after listening to this Own Your Future online seminar, which features like Tony Robbins was the big speaker there. And it was kind of his deal with this Dean Graciosi. And they had all kinds of incredible speakers And I highly recommend, I don't know if they're going to have any sort of way that you can replay it or whatever. If I bought a thing, it spent a couple hundred bucks so that I could have free replays for life. So if you want, just feel free to email me, thementallyillmentor at gmail.com, and I can maybe send you a link. Just to maybe, I don't want to promise because I think I'm able to share that. Anyways, so I'm going to leave it at that for today, but I just wanted to maybe give you a challenge to go and find some sort of a video or something from Stephen Covey or from his son, and who is also named Stephen Covey, like I mentioned, and discover the power of making and keeping promises to yourself. And here's a little challenge that his son, Stephen Covey, left that I have started doing as well. Sounds kind of funny, but he says it can start with something as simple as promising yourself um, a time that you will get out of bed in the morning. And he says it sounds super simple, but even doing that, promising yourself that you'll get out of bed at a certain time in the morning and then you do it, builds your mental muscles, I guess, your discipline muscles, And you know what I've found? It really builds your self-esteem too and makes you more confident as you make and keep promises to yourself. And I think the psychology behind that is you're worth it and you can do this. And it's like a super hero type thing to do. So I just want to leave that with you. Thank you for so much for being here with me today. Can I just tell you how much I love you? And I just want to assure you just to remind you kind of of my story, um, if you're struggling right now, I know how you feel. For over 20 years, I've had a lot of challenges with anxiety, depression, thoughts of suicide, and you know a lot of other stuff as well. But man, I'm a lot better today than I used to be 20 years ago. I have learned a heck of a lot, and I'm so excited to share more of that in each podcast every day and I'm excited to share that with you in this formal 30-day mental fitness challenge as well. So if you're feeling a little down, if you're feeling kind of not how you'd like to, not as happy, not as whatever, my mission is to bring lasting hope, happiness, and purpose to you and to marriages and families everywhere. And My goal, my vision is to revolutionize the way the world thinks about and deals with mental health challenges. I am so forward, looking forward to involving you in everything that I do. Please come back here day after day. I love speaking to you. And if you're feeling like things are tough, I know how you feel, but I absolutely promise you, don't give